You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. This is Manuel Salvador, Imhotep Calavera de la Stima, and you are listening to the Fun Employment Radio. I don't know, I'm torn. I don't know what to do. There is nothing to be torn about. That costume is absolutely one of the most horrifying things. Well, see, if it's eliciting such a reaction, like I feel like that is the that's the clear choice. So I'm not quite sure. Uh, but, I had, but I did it last year, but I didn't go anywhere where anyone saw me. I think like a grand total of about 10 people saw that costume You last don't year. need anyone to see that costume. <laughs> I've seen it on Facebook. I've seen it in person. It's absolutely <laughs> the most horrifying thing you could ever do. It's amazing. It's if by horrifying, you mean incredible. I think I'm going to do it. I don't know. I have both costumes pulled. I'm trying to figure out which I one. I think we know what you need to do. Hello, okay. this is Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, it is all Hallow's Eve here. It is. It is uh, Halloween. Actually, well, I guess it's Halloween. It's not all Halloween. It is. I, well, it's Halloween. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Uh, right here yeah. on the Fun Employment Radio Network. October 31st. Live from Portland. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, we've got a lot of stuff we're going to get to today. Do want to remind everyone that we are going to have comedian Dan Cummins joining us. Indeed. So Dan's going to be coming in if you're a live listener right now. Uh, he's coming in about 3.30 or so. So uh, we're going to do our regular show, and then we'll uh, take a break. And then we'll welcome Dan. And then we'll welcome Dan. Mm-hmm. Yes, But right first on. we have to have our shenanigans ensue a little yes, bit. Yes, indeed. All right, so yes, see, indeed. from what you're talking about, from the costume perspective, Greg, I think that if you hate it that much, obviously I'm doing something right with the costume. All right, you should explain You should explain what this debate is about. Okay, so I have two... Co- so I wasn't going to dress up tonight. Well, because I already did my She-Ra costume this past weekend, which was awesome, but I totally destroyed it. And, uh, you know, that's kind of like a one-time thing. Right. Some costumes are just... You're meant to wear them once. You're meant to celebrate in them and then let them go. But sure. I do have a couple spare costumes that I always keep... Let's be honest, my whole life is just full of spare costumes. Yeah, that's not going to really surprise anyone that yeah. you have spare costumes laying around. I mean, I do have a Halloween box at my house that's full of different well, costumes. Well, mine is just like incorporated into my wardrobe. Like everything yeah. in my like that I wear for costumes is hanging in my closet along with the rest of my yeah, clothes. Yeah, it's kind of uh Halloween's kind of a 365 day. It kind of is. It kind of is. Thanks to my mom for letting me dress myself since I was a kid. Um, So I do have two. So I actually went down to my storage unit today because I I could not figure out what I wanted to do tonight. So I'm like, all right. I know I have a couple costumes. So I have one that I'll go back to uh, in a second. But the the one that I went to find in my storage unit was this costume I made a few years ago. And it's uh, my handmade uh, Rosie the Riveter. Nice. Costume. Okay. Which is really cool. Good. It's like a classic. It's a good I have like a it's like a blue, you know, workman's outfit yes. kind of thing. And I uh you know embroidered Rosie on it and I have like the black, you know, the red with the white polka dot uh like hand like scarf thing. Uh-huh. I even have an old button from the last time I wore it was from God, I think two thousand four. It was like a it's a carry button. Okay. A John Kerry button. Oh, wow. And it says, we can do it, and it has a picture of Rosie the Riveter on it. All right. So it's an older costume. That's, oh, my God. It's like nine years old. Yeah. Yeah. And with the John Kerry button, it almost makes it vintage at it, this it's point. It's almost vintage. So, okay. That's, a, that's an excellent, excellent choice. Mm-hmm. That's a good backup costume to use. Always a good choice uh, for Rosie the Riveter. However... Last year on Halloween, so like, of course, you know, since Halloween's kind of in the middle of the week, you know, a lot of the parties are celebrated, you know, the weekend before, the weekend after. And so like last year I dressed as Synergy from Gem, but since the party was a few days before Halloween, like I didn't want to use it again. So I was like, oh, what am I going to wear? So I decided to put together my Dr. Frankenfurter costume uh, from 
the Rocky Horror Picture Let Show. Let me say, if you have never seen Sarah dress up as Dr. Frankenfurter, it is one of the most horrifying things I have ever seen in my life. It's uncanny how much you look like him. And I will just be honest, it disturbs me. It disturbs me <laughs> with Sarah dressed up like that. It terrifies me. She looks like she's staring into my soul. When I see the picture of that, you would be someone that my parents would be afraid of and wouldn't have allowed me to go trick-or-treating at your house. It's, it's absolutely horrifying how well you do that. <laughs> and if you'd like to see a picture of it, we'll put a picture of it up on this episode on funemploymentradio.com. Yeah. Just so you too can scare your children and so uh, scare I want everyone to, you know. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out for some cocktails with some friends tonight. And I'm going to be around more people because last year I had this costume, but I remember I was I was just at like a tiny bar and we were watching it was like a blazer game or something, and so we were just like they didn't do anything, right? But t- but tonight I'm going to be around you know more than a couple people. Yes. So I feel like I didn't fully use that costume to its advantage. You didn't fully creep enough people out. I didn't fully creep enough people out. So I kind of think that I want to do that one, but I have both of them pulled. So I wanted to ask the folks if anyone. Uh, what I should do. I'm not going to ask you because I know what you're going to say, but I wanted to see if our friends in the chat could let me know the, if the, they think that I should dress as Rosie the Riveter, which is a good costume, but in my opinion, it's kind of boring. It's a little boring. The, the I only, like it because it's a good one, but I want to do more. The oh. only reason I care is because I'm going to be at the same thing that you are, and I'm going to be hanging out with the same people, and, which means I'm going to be around you, which means I'm going to have to see you in this costume. You know how much it freaks me out, you looking like that, and it it's... No, I'm going to say no. I, I don't think nobody likes Doctor Frankenfurter. Nobody likes Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh so, yeah, nobody. Rosie does. the Riveter. That's why however. it's been a, a cult favorite for you know years and years and years. Okay. <sighs> don't you have a thing for him too, Tim Curry? Yeah. Oh yeah. And yet you're dressing like him. There's something really disturbing. Mm. Really disturbing. All, right, all the votes are going for Frankenfurter. Uh, no, I think everybody's pretty much. Saying right, I Rosie think the I might have to do that. Rosie the Riveter. I'm uh, I'm going with the pro pro women. Yeah, well, I think well, it, it takes a while to do the makeup, so I know that we're going to have Dan, Dan Cummins in uh, later. So I think I'm going to have to start actually working on the makeup between you know during our break. Wait, so you're going to wait till Dan Cummins comes in here, and you're going to be dressed up like that? I'm not going to be dressed up like it, but I have to start working on the makeup because it takes a while to do the makeup perfectly. You're going to have to explain no, because then you're just going to be like halfway in between. That's fine. Being full Frankenfurter and halfway in between, Sarah, you're going to have to at least explain to of course, him. We've met, he knows us. It'll be fine. It's Halloween. I'll be like, hey, I'm um, I'm in I'm in transition. I am a woman <laughs> yes. dressing as a yes. man, dressing as a woman. Well, I am in transition right now. And none of those things, there's nothing wrong with that or the idea of a costume. I'm just saying it's you in particular dressed up like that. It terrifies me. Dude, and I do have the whole outfit. I have the green, if, if anybody is a Rocky Horror fan. Yeah, I'm not going to wear, I don't wear the lingerie version. Oh, that's, he's so hot. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, but he, uh, but I have the green dress. I got it in a I got it at a thrift store in London in 1999 when I was living there and it's this, it's this light green dress with the red triangle if anyone knows what I'm talking about and where it, it's the scene where uh, you know he's near the operating table and he has dishwasher gloves on green dress red triangle I'm gonna be wearing that I'm gonna do that you know what I can't not do it Ugh. I may have to go somewhere else tonight I don't know well I have my Greg, I'm gonna by. give you lots of hugs all night my, long. Uh, <laughs> Creeps me out. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Aaron being- is saying, uh, yeah, Greg is just annoyed because Sarah as Dr. Frankenfurter will get more hot chicks than whatever lame costume Greg puts to get, puts on. My costumes aren't lame, but I won't disagree. Dude, I do have it to does, tell you. It does attract the ladies. Uh, when I went out last year in this costume, I got hit on by more women than I did men. Yeah. It's weird because people don't know how to talk to you. 
Because people don't either recognize that it's me or they look at me. Yep, that's the outfit. So uh, in the chat right now, that's the that's the dress that I have. That's what I'm going to be wearing tonight. Okay, with the red triangle yep, on it. Yeah, with the red and the, triangle. And the giant pearl necklace mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, my go-to costume that I have, because, you know, last weekend we did I did the, the team costume yeah. with our friend T, where we were, uh, you know, a couple of the guys from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which was a lot of fun, but I'm not going to do that again. My standby, of course, is always... Pee Wee Herman. Greg, well, look, it's being pointed out that Rocky in the chat and the one in the gold lame bikini shorts, you can borrow Tuggy's hair from when he was He-Man. Yes. You can go as Rocky. Because I look exactly like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Maybe if I went running a little more, maybe I consider that. Uh, no, I I am going to go probably just as, just as my standby, my go-to costume. Pee Wee? Pee Wee. I think yes! I might go as Pee Wee. Dude, you do it a spot on Pee Wee. If I you do, do something good, Pee-wee you Herman. might as well do it. I do a pretty good Pee Wee Herman. Now that may get that may attract some ladies. I think that will attract some ladies. I think it might. Particularly, you know, he's far away in, enough from like the masturbating in the theater. Now he's more toward just, you know, like uh <laughs> now he's more of a like you know, the, with the new peewee, like there's almost a peewee resurgence. Yeah. Well I've gone as peewee a few different times in my life. It's it's my go to costume. You know, every few years I'll bring him back out. Um but I did always want to go as Peewee as when he got caught in the uh the, you mean you want to go theater. as Paul Rubens? I want to go as Paul Rubens, but when I had longer hair, do the full-on thing, dress up in the Pee Wee costume, but look like uh, Pee Wee when he got arrested. That's really sad. Why would you want to do that? Because it mixes it up. What you're doing is it's you're blending. celebrating the downfall of, of the wonderful Nonsense. world of Pee Wee. It was ridiculous. That was a ridiculous charges that you were... Those were yeah, it's being pointed out you want to go as pervert Pee Wee. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also being noted, Greg, as Pee Wee can bring back the masturbating, I have faith. So, no, no, I'm saying, uh, all right, well, then I'm, I'll dress up as regular Pee Wee today. Regular Pee Wee Herman. Awesome. I will do that. Maybe you should practice some, some Pee Wee. I know you are, but what am I? Oh, God. All right, see, just as much as you don't want to be around me tonight, I will not <laughs> want to be around. I don't make monkeys. I just train them. Well, since I will be a man. Randy. Since I will be a woman dressing like a man just like a woman, that means I'm actually dressing like a man who is just like a woman, which means I could totally hit you because I'm a man. So if you start doing the... What? Now you're going to hit me? No, because I'm I'm a man. So I'm going to be a man. Really? Like that time that you tried to dress up like a man on the show and uh, you did not look at all like a man? I did. No, you really don't. You, You really, you really don't. You just look terrifying in that outfit. That's really all that comes down to. Uh, all right. Well, I, I think I think right, I'll so probably I think I go with one. my go-to. I'll, I'll go with my go-to. You'll go with your go-to. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Dr. Frankenfurter. All right. I'm gonna do it. All right. I will save uh, drawing on my sideburns until after Dan Cummins leaves, though. <laughs> I feel like he'd be okay with it. Nobody's not gonna be okay with it. You do the costume well. It's just me. I'm just saying. <laughs> to me, I see you every day. It freaks me out. It weirds me out. I don't know why. It just does. It just. It just weirds me out. <laughs> so it will make me unnerved. You know what? I'm glad. Obviously, everyone else will make happy. And uh, once again, since I'm going to be unnerved, that will make people happy. Yes, exactly. If it's getting this kind of reaction from you, clearly I'm doing something right. Yes. That's all well, I'm saying. Speaking of unnerving, we do have to say a warning here if you are listening to the show. If you hear louds, loud alarms go off, um, we'll, uh, we might be exiting the building. Yesterday, as soon as we got done with the show, we were just rendering things in here. There was a fire alarm. At our building. It was so, so light. It wasn't just a fire alarm. It was the fire alarm to end all fire alarms. Yeah, and it wasn't a drill. So apparently there was some kind of a... I don't think... It obviously wasn't major because we ended up getting to come back in about, uh, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes afterwards. Mm-hmm. Fire department came here. I think it was something maybe in the... Um, 
in the server room yeah. of this building that we're in. Which is always kind of terrifying because when you see the fire alarms going off, you don't see any smoke or fire, but you're standing outside of the building going like, is the building going to explode? Yeah. Where is this coming from? Yeah. What's All of our on? shit is in there. Yeah. Yeah, our entire studio's here. So, mm. so, but if it does go off, I'm just saying that will be what what's going on. Um, yeah, it was it was it was quite unnerving. It was. It was I quite mean, unnerving. And everyone, it's just so weird because you know our building is full of all different kinds of businesses, mm-hmm. and to watch every single like there are so many different kinds of people. There are like mortgage people, and there are hairdressers, tattoo artists, like you know, um, graphic designers. Like, yeah, it's just a building full of all sorts of different business. We ended up talking to a filmmaker. Yeah. outside. Yep. Yesterday, so everyone's just kind of pushed out of the building, and so we're all just standing. This around is this like weird this. consortium of people. It yeah. is like a weird pack of misfits. There's us. Ibrahim from uh, Chronicles of the Nerds works in this building yeah. as well. Uh, so he was he was outside, you know, and he's he's an artist. And then you got a private detective, and then you got yeah a filmmaker, and then a mortgage guy, and then us. It it was a really weird uh, group. Kind of it was it was kind of terrifying though because as we're no. standing out there, nobody knows what the hell's going mm-hmm. on. Everyone you know what I didn't notice though any what? of the massage people. I didn't notice any of the massage people came. Out. I don't think that I think all the massage people have been chased out. Really, the ones that were in the upper building. Yes, Greg, you know this because remember when you went up to check again, they had already moved. Yeah, but I thought maybe there were some more back up there. I kind of thought that's what what went on on the top floor of this building. You never know. You know, people rent these things for their for their own. Ibrahim's studio is on the top floor of this building. Is that what you're saying? Is he a secret masseuse? I don't know. Does he like replace his placard? They do have a lot of flat tables. There are a lot of flat tables. They say drawing. I say hot stone massage. I don't know. I can't. I can't guarantee. I've only been in there once. It's possible that uh, that there's some other some other stuff. So what you're saying is Ibrahim really does do hot time stone massages. It's. I can't say he doesn't. That's true. I can't say it that. It would be irresponsible of you to say, like, you know, 100% that he does I not. I cannot do that. say 100% that Ibrahim from Chronicles of the Nerds does not give hot Thai stone massages. Okay. I can't, I can't guarantee that. You can't guarantee that. I can't. So it's possible. It's okay. We'll leave it out there. Okay. We'll leave it out there for that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Something else we need to talk about, too, is uh, what Sarah and I did yesterday. And we, we t- briefly talked about this on the show, uh, which, by the way, thank you to everyone who's been downloading yesterday's show where we had uh, Martin Connolly on of the sous chef fame. <laughs> sous chefs are stealing my weeds fame, which went uh, viral. These vi- the video from KATU is all over the place. And Martin gave his only interview, I believe. Yeah, at least thus far. Thus far, only interview was to us. It's now been, um, oh, somebody just posted it on Reddit. That's awesome. Thank you. And uh, yeah, it's been kind of, the interview has been kind of put all over the place. And now it's on the Mercury's website. Yeah, thank you to Allison. Yeah, we're on Blogtown right there, so you can actually listen to the show. Yeah. And uh, yeah, listen to his statement and what have you. She gave us a really nice little write-up, so thank you very much. Yeah, it was was very, very cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So yeah, thank you to everyone for doing that. And hey, keep spreading the word. That's yeah. all, that's always great. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yesterday we did also talk on the show that we were Sarah and I were going to be judges at a comedy competition. We were, and it was fun. Yeah. So we went. Um, there was a competition called North Best, and it was. It's like a sati- it was like a satire, basically. Yes. Yeah, a satirical comedy competition between Portland and Seattle. Yeah. So there were four Seattle comics. Three, three Seattle comics. They came down, and three uh, Portland comics, and then one headliner uh, who was Sean Jordan. Yeah, who we actually had in our second comedy showcase. Yeah, and so yeah. they all kind of just competed against each other, and it was like each each one doing a set, and Sarah and I were the judges. 
you know. All right, but let me say. But also, let's just say. So, at, when we were asked to be judges by uh, Andy Main and Christian Ricketts, mm-hmm. who has the best name ever, by the way, Christian Ricketts. Oh, I know. I, he's Dude. one of like there are names that you have. Like you're Greg Nibbler. Yeah. People don't really call you Greg. You're kind of first and last name. Yeah, a lot I of kind times. of am sometimes too because people like always like Sarah Dillon. Mm-hmm. Christian Ricketts, you can't say just Christian. No, you have to be like Christian Ricketts. Can you can you pass me that over there? No, and or, in some way, shape, or form, I have to get him associated with Ricketts Fest in a way. You, you do. You can listen to back episodes and figure it's that true. one out. Well, and so when we were asked to be judges for this, it's supposed to be kind of tongue in cheek, and what we were told to be is mean. <laughs> yeah. So we were told to be like Greg and I are very like even though we sound like assholes sometimes, we're actually we're very nice people. Oh yeah. And I, but when we were, you know, pit, when they asked us to do this and we agreed to do this, it was, you know, under the, you know, under the blanket that we were supposed to be like, you know, Seattle sucks, Portland's awesome. Uh-huh. And we're supposed to be mean to the Seattle comics. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how much they actually knew that that was what we were supposed to be doing. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I will say this um, two out of the three. Seattle Comics I went and spoke with after the competition because I mean we weren't really in control of anything like, it was a satirical competition no. so um, but we did have to play the role of being the judges yeah, and, and it was silly and, it was we, like, and that was what our role was our role was was to be kind of mean yeah and, uh, and to rip on Seattle and all these and, uh, like for the uh yeah, all of the comedians are friends. Like, all of them were friends. They all knew what was going on. <laughs> However, I don't think that maybe it was known. <laughs> Sarah in the chat is asking, two of the three cried. No, no one cried. Um, but two two of the three were one actually... One of them did not like us. One of them, he was, I don't think he was a big fan of, uh, of Sarah. I had, one, I had one joke that I the thought was... The other two guys were great. The Seattle, the other two Seattle dudes, they totally got it. They were, they were a lot of fun. Great, can I tell my, uh, my Seattle joke? Okay, that what? I made up. Yes, what was? Yes. And he didn't like it. I thought it was funny, but everyone just kind of went, "Oh, like it was too mean." I said, "I said there's a reason why IFC pitched Portlandia, not Seattlelandia, because what was it? Oh, because uh, instead of put a bird on it, they would have probably had to call it put a turd on it." <laughs> and everyone just kind of went, "Oh!" And then the guy with the beard looked at me like, "Oh!" And I'm like, "Oh, I was just k- I'm kidding." Boom! It was so lame. So you're gonna start trying to stand up now? No. Because <laughs> we're supposed to be stupid. It was supposed to be a stupid joke. Mine were just more. I kind of, I kind of went, uh, went a little personal on them. <laughs> is what I. I mean, I, I kept mine very light. See, aren't you guys quick. happy that I don't try to be a comedian? Yeah. Yeah, I did feel I bad have... because Andy was the host of the show, and she had said, you know, kind of make fun of her routine. Make fun of her. Oh my her god! Opening monologue. Yeah, you think that? Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh my god, that was so. So when that she got done, smarted her. I think a little bit. Well, she's. I. I. And she's hilarious. <laughs> she's awesome. But she said, kind of uh, make make fun of it. So Andy, it's being said that I should never ever do jokes again, and yeah. people didn't say anything because they were embarrassed for me. <laughs> <laughs> Keelan saying I should start my stand up career right now. <sighs> So Greg, well, I mean, and Andy's yeah, you think a very mine known might have been stupid, but at least mine wasn't mean. So let's. Well, Andy's a very known stand-up in town, and she's hilarious. So this is why this was, you know, a satirical joke. But after she got done with her monologue, she's like, "Okay, guys, so what do you think about the opening monologue?" And all I said was, "You know, well, it, it's it's nice to know that Portland's thirty-second best comic is still going to be better than Seattle's number one." So I, I called her thirty-second best comic in Portland, which she's very funny. 
She was hilarious. So that was not, it was a satirical this remark. This is why we should not. But I don't think that everybody in there knew that I was joking. <laughs> And so uh, I don't think we made a lot of fans last night. <laughs> Between my jokes that just like fall flat like duds and Greg being mean to the host because we don't know what we're doing. We sit here and yammer at each other. We don't tell jokes. Yeah. And when they tell and when Christian and Andy had talked to us about it, they're like, "All right, here are some jokes you can say." We're like, "Oh, no, 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 no." I'm like, "I don't I don't do I don't know how to do jokes." I'm like, "I can t- I can say something." Yeah. But we we are not stand-ups, by the way. Let's let's make that clear. We uh we love the stand-up community, and we love being part of it, like this kind of this kind of aspect, interviewing everyone. Sarah and I are not stand-ups, so we just kind of went off the fly. No. See, the uh, apparently, I, know- I went mean. You went uh, stupid. Tur- Turdlandia. Yeah, <laughs> I went <it> Turdlandia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, that was. We what we did. That's when I realized that I would never, ever, ever. Well, I've always realized that I'd never, ever want to do stand-up. Something <laughs> that I thought was that I clearly thought was going to be funny was. Uh, well, it was it Not. it was a lot of fun. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. It really was. And so, um, you know, and a big thank you to Andy and Christian for having us on board. Um, yeah, David says it sounds like the horrible jokes at a Comedy Central roast. That's exactly kind of what it that felt like, like that we were doing because yeah. we don't know how to do that. Yeah. So it's like, all right, we're supposed to be mean. And so afterward, the Seattle people are all I, like, oh, I had, I had fun with it. Like, I mean, yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> No, it was just that one guy. The other two, the other two guys, totally got it. They they understood. They 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 were fine with it. Um, but I don't know if necessarily audience totally understood it. Yeah. Uh, so, but it was it was kind of interesting, and I had this weird like one of those weird moments where you realize how small Portland is mm-hmm. last night because I was talking to Andy's husband Paul, who who's Paul the Brit. He's, He's British. He is British. He is British, and. Somehow we were talking about where we have lived in Portland and we narrowed it down that we lived in the same apartment complex about 10, 11 years ago. Uh, the, my apartment, that uh, the one that I've talked about here on the show, where my apartment itself burned, where there was a fire and just consumed everything that I owned, um, <laughs> but the rest of the, the complex was fine. He lived in that same complex because we started talking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I've lived in complexes with like, you know, uh, Crackheads or something like that. And he's like, "Oh yeah, me too. I lived in one with a bunch of uh, with a bunch of like methy, like weird people in there." And then we we started narrowing it down of where and where and where, and we came to the conclusion we lived in the same place. He knew. I've told this story on the show before, but it's been a long time about the uh, crackhead that tried to steal a kid from from my apartment oh, no, complex. Oh, you told that recently, the, with the stealing of the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stealing of it was a toddler. Oh yeah. He knew those same people. He what? he knew that story as well. Hearing it from the father of the uh, of of the kid that uh, that the woman tried to steal. That's nuts. And I did remind him I was the one, of course, who found the crackhead lady. Mm. I, I discovered the crackhead. You lady. did. Did you put a crown upon yourself as you were saying? May I remind you that I, I was the one that probably found. should have. I mean, the long story short was in this complex. There, I came home and there was, of course, police all over the place and a line of crackheads sitting on the side of the, on the sidewalk. And I talked to the neighbor. And he said, yeah, my little daughter ran out of the room, uh, ran out of the apartment uh, door just as they were opening it, you know, ran like half a half the apartment away or something mm-hmm. like that, like right out in front of their place. This crackhead woman happened to be right there and just walked by and swooped up the kid God, that's and started terrifying. walking off with, with his kid. Another neighbor happened to be there and ripped the kid out of her hands. And then the woman ran and took off. It turns out where she was hiding this entire time was right above my apartment um, in the stairwell. And for some reason, the police never looked up there. <laughs> and and uh, I, I I found her and then asked the police if that was who they were looking for. And sure enough, that's who it was. So 
It's just kind of weird, though, but putting those two things together. I've never really encountered anybody else that's that's lived in that complex. Yeah. That was such a long time ago for me and such a different part of my life. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting that, you know, there's somebody around this. No, it is weird when you, you know, find that your paths have crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He was also somebody that wasn't impressed with my shenanigans yesterday. Well, I was trying to do my British accent. Oh, well, no, he was not. <laughs> no, he of course him. he was not impressed with your British accent. <laughs> I know he wasn't. He was awesome. Yeah. Oh, that was fun all around. Yep. But uh, I'm just glad for the reassurance in my life that I will never do stand-up comedy. Yes. Ever. Yes. Although it seems like, Greg, you might have a career for it. <laughs> well, uh, being a roasting, maybe. Maybe you could do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll come up with that. I don't know how I feel bad about this. <laughs> all right, should we do a little bit of, a uh, little bit of, you want to do some world of craziers? Oh, you had ball talk. Ball right talk? Yeah. Let's oh. do some ball talk. Okay. Let's do some ball talk. Now I feel self-conscious because I'm not really mean. Now I feel self-conscious because I'm... Feel really stupid. See, this is this is why I couldn't do it because also I I remember I made fun of uh, Christian as well because he was playing the role of yelling at the judges for not doing something right, and I said something along the lines of I didn't like taking orders from a librarian, Ron Jeremy, because he had a mustache, mm-hmm. kind of long hair. He did kind of look like a librarian, Ron Jeremy. Kind of did. And so I called that out. I, I I made sure to apologize to both of them afterwards, and I. No, that's what you're supposed to do. I think that's how it works. Like that. <laughs> just want you guys to know I'm not really mean. I, I was just trying to come up with well, I'm thinking you might be asked back and I might not. <laughs> you need to help me write my jokes, Greg. I'll see what kind of Turtlandia jokes I can come up with. <laughs> All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> you told me that that one was good, by the way. I thought Greg, it was. Greg misled me. He said, huh, that's funny. <laughs> I don't did know what you're talking about. Did you do that on purpose? You did that on purpose. I can't have you outshine th- me. No, you threw me under I the bus. I did not throw you under the bus. I did I not showed th- the joke to Greg, and he's just like, "Oh, <laughs> that's funny." <gasps> you <laughs> dick! Oh, you did it on purpose. You knew it was. T- I wouldn't have done it if you hadn't told me you thought it was funny. You dick! I did not throw you under the bus. You told me that. <sighs> Keep it up, you. Got a big future there. Oh. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Uh, first up, we have to say this to the city of Boston. Congratulations. Boston has won the World Series. So the Boston Red Sox clinched it yesterday. They were they beat the Cardinals by a lot. And I don't really... Baseball. I don't really uh, follow baseball a whole lot. But I know it is a big deal. It's the first time that Boston has won a World Series in Boston. Like the closing game in the city of Boston in 95 years. Which... I like how they're trying to make a big deal about that, but they've won two World Series in the last ten years. It's not mm. like this is their. F- well, they have to find like the pigeonhole to make it seem more rare. The than pigeonhole it is. was yeah. they haven't had a closing World Series game in Boston yeah. in ninety-five years. So whatever, you still got three of them. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, the city of Boston did in fact celebrate as though they have never won before by rioting. So there were a bunch of uh, a bunch of arrests. There are there's videos out there of these idiot fans. There's one. This one poor guy's in his car driving. Which, note to self: don't drive. Don't if, if there's a World Series game or like a closeout game of a championship like that, stay away from the stadium if you're not like yeah. on foot. Don't yeah. drive around that thing because you never know what people are going to do. And of course, there's this video of this guy driving along and these people surround him while he's in his car and upend his car and tip it over. They flip wow. his car over. They are just lucky that he didn't decide to put his foot on the gas. And the guy, the guy remain, apparently remained calm enough not to do that. And um, oh shit! I just realized that my sister is on her way to Boston right now. Oh so well, I mean it's fine now. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's fine now. 
But um, but so so anyway, that's the, one of the classy things that some Boston fans did. I never understand that when you win a championship, the 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 rioting aspect. But then again, I've never been alive in the city when we won one, so I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. Boston Red Sox. Oh my gosh, it was even before your time. You're right. I don't think anything was before your time. That's a good one. I'm writing that down. Yeah, you can put that into your into your notes for your for your routine. Turdlandia. Turdlandia and age jokes. All right, next up. We've got this scandal has erupted. Scandal. At Florida Atlantic University, where uh, I believe he is the head coach, Carl Pellini. Has been forced to resign from his position not, with the football not team. Not Carl Pellini. Carl Pellini. Carl Pellini. Uh, his dad is coach of Nebraska, just for a little bit of reference. But he's being forced to resign. And here's what they're saying, and this is where the the kind of scandal is. They said he was being forced to resign for using illegal drugs. And okay. they kind of left it at that, and they didn't specify, which naturally everyone's like, "What are you talking about? What, mm. what was he into? What did he do?" <laughs> What do you, what Weed, do you mean? Heroin? Somewhere in between. Right. <laughs> they uh, they came out now, finally, after all of these inquiries, they said that he was at a party where marijuana was being smoked, and he, uh, him and I believe one of his assistant coaches engaged in it. Uh, his defensive coordinator. And so that's why he got in trouble, because somebody was smoking weed at a party that he was at. But he supposedly smoked it, too. Uh-oh, but he didn't inhale, right? But the thing is, to me, that just does not seem like that would be the reason that he got let go. I think there's more to the story. That seems I think like there's a, some other things going on than does, smoking Does the country PI reefer. think that there's a little bit of a cover-up going on? I think on? they were doing a little more than smoking the reefer. Oh. That's what I think is going okay. on there. And they're trying to cover that up. I think there may have been a little bit of uh, a little more substances than that. Because... That on its own just really doesn't seem like a... I mean, yes, that's that's a violation. He shouldn't be doing that. He's the coach. Or if he is, for God's sakes, don't get caught. Um, but that seems like that'd just be more of a disciplinary issue and turn it into a teaching moment or something like that. Yeah. Seems like he might have... Yeah, it seems like that... I think there's more to the story. So it's we'll a wait. conspiracy! A conspiracy! 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 So we'll wait to uh, see what happens with that. All right, this uh, next one. This is, it's, I'm just going to say what it is. I got this from Deadspin, and uh, Deadspin posted this, and they are referencing, actually, a New York Post article about Julius Irving's autobiography, which I believe came out today, or it comes out very soon. So do you know who Julius Irving is? I do not. Julius Irving, Dr. J, does that mean anything? That does not. Okay. He was a, he's a, he's a Hall of Fame basketball player, um, one of the best, one of the best ever. Uh, played the best around. Nothing's ever going to keep him down. Late seventies, early through through well, probably through the end of the eighties. I mean, really, that was his prime career. Very amazing player. Okay. Since he was an amazing player, of course, an athlete, he also had lots of lady friends. So, <laughs> apparently, he reveals this in his uh, autobiography. He his daughter is a woman by the name of Samantha uh, uh, Alexandra Stevenson. And she's a professional tennis player. Mm-hmm. So Alexandra Stevenson is his daughter. He did have this daughter. He was not married to the mother. The reason he and he reveals in it the reason that he got his uh, her mother pregnant, Samantha Stevenson. This was his. There was a reason. The reason <laughs> is because this. So he describes how 
him and Samantha had a nice, friendly relationship where he could go over to her house and relax anytime he wanted to. This often included <laughs> fellatio. Now, there was apparently one day when he went over there I for his usual, the word fellatio. I for his usual visit of pleasure. Actually, I'll read exactly what he wrote. His usual visit of pleasure? Is that what you said? He's talking about Samantha Stevenson. She becomes someone who helps me unwind if I'm feeling high strung or stressed. I can drive over and spend a relaxing evening that might even include oral sex. I can only remember one time that we actually had intercourse, and that was because she had just gotten this new orthodontia to straighten her teeth. With wire and gleaming metal bristling in her mouth, oral sex was not an option. So she got braces, and he didn't want to blow up. So apparently he just decided to have unprotected sex. Wow. You guys really do all this. Think with your penises. Well, it's relaxing. <laughs> he was feeling high high strung or stressed. She was like basically a therapist. You can drive over mouth. and spend a relaxing <laughs> evening. That might even include oral sex. This is these are his words from his from his book. So that is in fact the how would you, like why does he even need to publicize that story? Imagine how his daughter's going to feel about that. It's like yeah, I know you already. You, yeah, mom, I know. Mom would give was, you a blowjob. Mom was banging athletes. <laughs> I get it. I mean, it's cool. We still Thanks that's, for writing that down. Fine. <laughs> But did you really need to put out those details? So there we go. Samantha Stevens. Someone who could really help you relax back in the day. Good old Samantha Stevens. Oh, Samantha Stevens. Yes, indeed. All right. Orthodontia. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, in Ball Talk, we have this story. This comes from the Cleveland Browns of the National Football League. And where they have uh, some brand new facilities... It's a football team, sir. Okay. American football. American football, you say. American That's football. the pointy one, right? That is indeed. Okay. Is indeed. And they had a, um, they renovated their training facility with a four-month, $5 million project to kind of, kind of give it a, uh, give it an upgrade from where it used to be. Okay. And part of what they did is to inspire the, uh, the athletes and everyone that comes in there they put up quotes, famous quotes, and then attributed them to the person who said the quote, like inspirational messages. However, they credited all the wrong people. So, <laughs> they, uh, I'm going I'm to find pull them up here, just so I can... Uh, Is it like people on Facebook who will put like a, you know, like get like a Marilyn Monroe quote and then like attribute it to like Gandhi or something? Yeah. 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 Um, one of them they put well speaking of Gandhi somebody who knew Gandhi they put one of this it says be faithful be faithful in small things it is in them that your strength lies be faithful in small things it is in them that your strength lies mm-hmm. and attributed that to Mother Teresa the official Mother Teresa website lists that as nothing that she ever said she <laughs> did not say that those were not her words yet apparently the Cleveland Browns don't know how Google works and were not able to look that up they themselves. can't figure out the Googles they cannot um, they they put this one. Um, the more I practice, the luckier I get. And attributed that quote to Gary Player, who was a golfer. However, it was not uh, that was not said by Gary Player. That was said by Jerry Barber, a completely different golfer. They attributed it to him, though. They also did this. It's funny that in the chat somebody put a picture of Abraham Lincoln with uh, the only thing that says the only thing about quotes from the internet is that it's hard to verify their authenticity. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> they had this one. Whatever you are, be a good one. Abraham Lincoln. 
Abraham Lincoln never said that. <laughs> but yet they put that quote on there. It's just full of wrong ones. It's like not just one. There's a million. There's there's so many of them. Um, and they even messed up the ones that uh, that they did put. They they put one up. The real man smiles in trouble, gathers strength from distress, and grows brave by reflection. Thomas Paine. He did not say it like that. It was it was much different than that. He said, I love the man that can smile in trouble, that can gather strength from distress and grow brave by reflection. So they even mess up the ones they kind so of got right. attributing like half quotes to Half people. quotes <laughs> that they just completely got wrong. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's one that you can't, they can't even verify whether Nelson Mandela said it always seems impossible until it's done. That's just something that's been attributed to him, but there's actually no verification that he actually said that. Really? Nope. Uh, they'd quote... Um, Let's see if I can find one more here. <laughs> oh, there's just so there's so all of them are basically wrong. Yeah, they're uh-huh. pretty much all wrong. Actually, I'll just leave it at that. Mm. I'll just leave it at that. They, they it is full of wrong quotes. Essentially, it does sound like it's a twelve um, year old girl on Facebook trying to write quotes and sound <laughs> smart and uh, not knowing how to attribute anything to anyone. So Cleveland Browns probably looking for some yeah. new employees at this point. <laughs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. That's all the job is, is finding out if a quote is correct. Yeah. That, I can handle that. I've always, you know what I've always wanted to do? What I've always kind of dreamed for my secret job to be? Mm-hmm. And I used to think this because I used to live next door to a, um, like a Minute Mart thing or like a, you know, a Quickie Mart kind of thing. And it was owned by this uh, Asian couple. But nobody, clear, like whoever made their sign totally fucked with them. Because they, like, misspelled everything. Like, instead of apostrophes, like, it was, like, Lee's Market or something. But instead of an apostrophe, they made a comma after oh. Lee. Like, and, like, some things were misspelled and stuff. And so what I've always wanted to do is create a business for people that don't speak English that well to proofread their shit before they bring it to a sign maker or, like, get their T-shirts made or whatever and make sure that it's actually all spelled properly. Yeah. Because that's fucked up that people are making the signs like, oh, that doesn't go there, but I'm going to make it anyway because I'm making money off you. I would love to do that. Yeah, why wouldn't they just send it back and say, uh, no, because people are you, bastards. Did this, you did this wrong. I would like to do, I would like to create a proofreading business for well, people who, who can't, uh, you know, read or write English very I well. I can see why the business would, would take that because if they sign off on it and then even, I mean, the business that's printing it, if they are this kind of a business, mm-hmm. they can print it off and then be like, oh, well, oh, it was wrong. Well, that's what you signed off on. So if you want to do it again, well, here's how much it's going to cost. Exactly. Every time I walk by that I sign, they changed it now. I think now it's like the Hawthorne. That sucks. Yeah, but it infuriated me every time. I'm like, yeah. that's mean. That's that's shoddy business. Like clearly, that's not what they intended for it to be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah no, that's that's a shoddy printer that was just like, check this out. Yeah. Look, and then we'll probably get double the profit because we're gonna fuck this up and then yeah. they're gonna want another one. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck well, people. luckily most printers are not like that, including. Exactly. Where you can get a Fun Employment Radio sweatshirt. Oh, because yeah. they are awesome. They are, and uh, you can get a Fun Employment Radio sweatshirt right now by going to funemploymentradio.com/store and ordering yours. It's a limited time pre-sale. You got to get your order order in by November fourteenth. Get your order in now. Funemploymentradio.com/store. Seriously, very nice zip-up hoodie. It's awesome. They are available. They're, they're really nice for two weeks, Greg. Two weeks. Two weeks more. Two weeks, Two more. weeks more, but get it now. Mm-hmm. Get your order in now. For I'm actually buying mine today. Family, friends, and because you know awesome. what? I'm not just a. I'm not just a sponsor. I'm also a client. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're a supporter. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll buy one too. All right. Yeah. Done. No, I want one. They're awesome. I know. Oh, I know. I was wondering where you're going with the printer thing. Kind of threw me through a loop there. That was good. That was a good segue. Yeah. yeah. yeah that was good. Okay. Good. 
kind of take you on a roller coaster and then you don't know where you're going to end up and then bam! Oh, Ooh, Alex in the chat, uh, our friend who owns Portland Button Works, uh, says that she'd hire me to tell people their artwork and grammar is terrible for a button. <laughs> <laughs> Your button's stupid! This is dumb! <laughs> take it back! Gross! Oh, Your right. buttons would all be You would end up trying to lead everyone to having Gem on their button or quotes from Gem Or making them look like regular No, I pictures. still have, it's so funny Or I putting actually, your face on them I just found this button that last time we were uh, hanging out with Alex At Portland Button Works, I found this button Because she has like the uh, like Extra buttons, like the mm-hmm. little ones that you could take Because this is the saddest button I've ever seen It's what, It's a white button It has a black heart on it and it says Forever alone <laughs> <laughs> I just found that in my bag. I was like, oh, this is the funniest thing. Maybe I'll put that on my hat today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, oh, you want me alone? You have lots of people all over you tonight. I in know. That, in that outfit. I'll, I'll, I'll push off some of the hot ladies onto you, Greg. Try to. Try to direct him Pee Wee's way. It's weird, too, because when I dress as Tim Curry, it's like something comes over me. Like, I, I, I embrace the entire persona. I'm just like the this, this super person. You know, what's weird is you're going to be... Dressed in, dressed as a man, dressed as a woman. A woman dressed as a man, dressed as a woman, yes. Yeah, you're a woman dressed as a man, dressed as a woman. Yes. There we go. I'm a woman dressing as a man who's dressed as a woman. And you're going to have the most terrifying makeup ever. And I'm going to be dressed as Pee Wee Herman. No one disputes the masculinity of Pee Wee Herman. Yet you're going to be more masculine than I will be. Yeah, in my costume. Because <laughs> my know head is be? my head is spinning. I you know what I'm going to be? Because I'm going to be a hot dude in makeup. That's what I am. <laughs> I'm a hot dude in makeup. So I mean, I'm a girl who's dressing like a hot dude who's wearing makeup. Like it's awesome. It breaks your brain. It, it's it, so it awesome. Does, it does break my brain. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited. No, you are. What am I? Wow. Yeah, you're really going to get some hot chicks with that. Hi, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my, albeit ever so brief, world of crazy. Ever so brief world of crazy. Was that an attempt at a peewee voice? What are you doing? Craig's just sitting over there wiggling. Okay. I have two bikini barista stories and a Halloween story, so here we go. Number one! Number one! Dateline Portland, Oregon. Oregon. Greg, I need to alert you to a troubling thing that's happening here in Portland, Oregon. Okay. Greg, for the second time in a week, a woman with a gun has robbed local bikini barista coffee stands. (gasps) Wait, what? Local bikini barista coffee stands. They're getting robbed? They're getting robbed. They're getting robbed, Greg. Do you think what... By an angry lady... With a gun. Oh, an angry lady. I was going to say, on Monday, I saw the, you know, the guy that was mean-mugging me. He doesn't look like he would be capable of robbing anyone, though. No. He's not even capable of pulling out of a parking lot without well, a, killing his car. Greg, a woman with a gun has robbed local bikini barista coffee stands. It's unclear if the crimes are connected. Now, let me tell you about this. Now, Portland police say that the suspect demanded money from an employee at Twin Perks. <laughs> Twin Perks. Why do I laugh every time I hear that I name? don't know, because it's funny. <laughs> Uh, Out on 145th and Southeast Stark 
This happened yesterday. After getting the cash, the woman walked away and may have gotten into a dark-colored vehicle, according to witnesses, which were probably single men sitting in their trucks waiting for their coffee. <laughs> the <laughs> Obviously not running up to help protect know, the women like, who are getting got- robbed <laughs> by uh, by another woman out there. Yeah, they're sitting in their trucks. Oh, wait, oh. I kind of got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get out of the truck right can't now. Can't get out of the truck. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'd help Three if I minutes. could. Three minutes. <laughs> Gotta sit here for a little longer. <laughs> so sorry, get robbed. <laughs> uh, the suspect is described as a white woman in her thirties. It's not me. <laughs> as a white woman in her thirties with a small build. Uh, she was wearing a light colored beanie, gray hoodie, sunglasses, and blue jeans. So you know that can't be me because you know I don't wear jeans. That's true. You don't wear jeans. This is true. Uh, she was carrying a gun and a backpack. You know, but this isn't the only time. This woman is also suspected of doing the same thing on October 24th, robbing, now this time not Twin Perks Espresso, but this is smoking Hot Java Bombshell Barista. Wow, they really... They really are overselling that, huh? Somebody should have checked their sign before they did that. That's a lot of words. It is. It's a lot of words. Uh, so uh, someone with Wait, her similar... What was, it, what was the name of it again? Someone with her similar description robbed the smoking Hot Java Bombshell Barista Coffee Stand. Boobs. <laughs> Just add boobs onto the end of it. <laughs> That's really all they need to name the place. Keelan, don't ever tell a lady that she does not have a small build. I will punch you. (laughs) Police have not said if the crimes are connected. However, they do speculate that it is the same woman, possibly with a vendetta against big-breasted bikini baristas. What's she so mad about? Maybe her boyfriend left her for a bikini barista. Oh. Because how much money is she getting out of those things? you tip a dollar for a shitty cup of coffee. You probably no, that's t- true. Every time you get us our watery cup of drivel from there, you probably tip two bucks, right? You mean every time I'm supporting a business? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I do. And I probably shouldn't, but I do. Yeah. Then I feel wrong. So they about probably it. had a lot of tips in there, and who knows if they're doing excess things for the tips, like in this next story. Pew, 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 pew. Out of Everett, Washington, is there any place besides the Pacific Northwest that has bikini barista places? These stories are always from Oregon or Washington. They do seem to always be. I I don't know. Why would they just be here? I mean, it doesn't... it's a land of perverts? I guess so. Um, but I mean, wouldn't it be, like, it would make sense if it would be, like, where it's warmer, too? But then maybe everyone's always Yeah, I don't think it's as anyway. big a deal there to see a woman in a bikini. Like, if it was in, like, Southern California, that's not... I don't think that's going to be as big of a deal. You know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it is because we get excited when we see skin. Yeah, skin. Because nine months out of the year, you can't be doing that. Oh, I don't know. Bean has a good idea for it. she makes her drive-through coffee shop. She's going to call it boobs and beans. <laughs> I think that's to the point. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the one down the street from us is just called like bikini barista or something. So it's. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know what it the, has bikini the, in the title and of it. The thing is, honestly, who cares what the name is? Greg just sees the hot pink shack and he knows where he wants his coffee. <laughs> I know what's in there. <laughs> mm, I need a cup of coffee. And they need protection. It's been actually suggested protect- multiple times in the chat. Perhaps uh, the country PI needs a needs a you know little side gig. That could be it. I could be paid to hang out with the bikini baristas. Maybe that's what that dude was. Them. Maybe that's what that dude was doing the other day when you thought he was mean mugging you. Maybe he was just protecting her from people like you who would try to rob her. I'm not trying to rob her. I don't even fit the she, description. He doesn't know that. No, that. Oh, oh there's some other suggestions. Uh, Java Jiggles. <laughs> 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 I would not be stalking the 
the barista places. He'd just be offering his service for free and staring at them. Yes, and I'll just walk heavily. up and offer my protection. That's really creepy. I'd like All to right. offer my protection. Next bikini barista story out of Everett, Washington. I didn't want to protect you. Out of Everett, Washington. Now, police say, Greg. Yes. That the service at a bikini espresso stand in Washington State was a little too hot. That wasn't my punchline. Is this more of your this is my practicing your... Yeah, I'm getting real good. Your bits. My bits and pieces. Officers arrested, not one, not two, but three baristas yesterday at this Everett Washington bikini barista stand called... Hillbilly Hotties Coffee Stand. Hillbilly Hotties? I want to go to Hillbilly Hotties. I knew you would. You do too. Admit it. Hillbilly Hotties? Yeah, you're curious what's in that. I want. They wear a lot shack. of gingham and like cut off jean shorts. You want to see what's in there? Hillbilly Hotties. Officers arrested three baristas yesterday at the Hillbilly Hotties Coffee Stand in Everett. Uh, police spokesman tells. News organizations that police received multiple complaints that women were exposing body parts and behaving inappropriately. Why are you doing it in your share voice? <laughs> that isn't my share. Or behaving inappropriately. A 20 year old or a 21 year old. I don't know. That isn't working. Uh, yeah, so apparently people were receiving complaints. I don't know if it was from the unfortunate wives who had to ride shotgun with their husbands in their pickup trucks with their boners trying to get coffee <laughs> from the places. I know a place we can go. <laughs> go to the Hillbilly Hotties. What, what was it? Hillbilly, baby, Hillbilly Hotties? Baby, you know what has the best coffee in town? Hillbilly Hotties. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go get some coffee at Hillbilly Hotties. Honey. God bless America. <laughs> I bet it's covered in uh, American flags, too. Oh. <sighs> It's got to be American flags, yes. an NRA sticker. Yes. Um. Oh, I'm gonna look this place up right now. Oh, I hope they don't have like Confederate flags on there because that seems like something that a stupid place called Hillbilly Hotties would. Uh, have. I don't think they get away with that in the Northwest. But you can go all America. You can go America. All yeah, but it's that Everett. Thing. That isn't particularly Northwest. <laughs> that Everett doesn't count, Mm-mm. even though it's more technically. Geographically more northwest than, than we are. <laughs> um, I gotta find a picture of what the hillbilly hotties you know, looks like. They don't really like. Do have they gear? have gear? Uh, no, I don't want gear. Seriously, you want a, a t-shirt that no, says "I, don't. I no, love I don't. hillbilly hotties"? No, no, I don't. <laughs> but if you live in Everett, I mean. So a 20-year-old and a 21-year-old, two sexy bikini baristas that work there, are facing charges of violating the city's adult cabaret law. And a 33-year-old male was arrested for investigation of lewd conduct. What were they doing for that man for some extra tips? Greg's just The look on Greg's face is, I wonder how much he tipped. <laughs> I have always wondered how that works. Like, what's the secret lingo? I would never do it. But what's the secret lingo You've that you would bring up? You've got to do some undercover reporting. <laughs> Just Play so with a hood and, and glasses. Yes, I'd like some extra cream with my coffee, please. And like hold out a... What do I hold out? You just sounded like Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black. I'd like some... Give me some more sugar. I'd like some more sugar. Give me some sugar. Sugar. Is that what you asked for? Yes, for extra sugar. <laughs> like... Like an espresso whip with some extra sugar. No, I say that. No, I mean extra. Maybe sugar. you point at your groinal region and go like, "How much for this tip?" 
I don't know if that, that's not really secret lingo. That's going straight forward. Is that what you do? You're supposed to probably go right. I don't think you're supposed to, like, there's a line of but guys, how do you of know? other men in pickup trucks with boners behind you. It's building up. <laughs> You've got to get your shit as quick as you can. Honestly, though, how could you, you couldn't do that if you didn't know there was that kind of place. So, how does it work? What is the lingo for it? Maybe we should get a bikini barista, uh, like, anonymously, and we can disguise her voice with one of our voice modulator things. Sure. Next time you go to get coffee, you should ask, say, like, would you like to be on our on our radio show and talk about how much money I have to pay you to see your boobs? <laughs> Uh, it's being told that I should put my tip comment into my comedy routine. Oh, yeah. You could do that, too. I think You could I'm... talk about being in a bikini. This can be a whole thing for your stand-up. Oh, yeah. Next listener party, Sarah's stand-up debut. Yeah. Oh, fuck no. No. Oh, that's, that's got to happen. Oh, shut up. Like, what, that's... what can we bet to where that you will lose and have to no, do that? No, nothing. Have to do a stand-up Nothing routine. ever. Nothing ever in existence would ever make that happen. Oh, my God. I just remembered I had an entire dream. I had an entire dream based around since we were at the comedy thing last night and we were talking about stand up so much. You and I and a bunch of our friends were in New York and I had to go do stand up and you just made fun of me constantly about I would. How terrible. I would. I totally forgot about that. Because you know what? You would be terrible. You know what? You're the asshole that told me that my joke was funny and then you let me you just left me hanging out there. Yeah, it was good for you. Wouldn't fit my style. Yeah, alright, Greg. If you allow us to have a seance at your house, then I'll do stand-up. All right, that's got to go into the deal, though. I mean, I'm not allowing it, but I'm saying if I do ever allow a seance at my house. No, you never will. Well, then you have nothing to lose, so go ahead and say that. If I do... No, I can't. No, I can't do it. I would never do it. Never mind. I'm never going to have that. But if I do, you would have to do stand-up. That'd be part of the deal. No, I can't even do it. Yeah, let's shake on it. No. No. Yeah, no, you brought it up. If I were to allow a seance at my house. All night seance. All night contacting every single spirit plus going into the little room. Exploring everything. Every nook and cranny of your house. And using Ouija boards and black magic and whatever we can to not expel using anything. Ouija boards and black magic. That's not a seance. Yeah, a seance uses a Ouija board. We have to contact the spirits at some point. And yeah, I get to all night contacting multiple spirits. Get a videotape. You can't guarantee you're contacting multiple spirits. Like yes, I can. No, you can't. What I will, if I ever do this, and I'm not saying I am going to, if I do this. It would be whatever an actual seance is. It can be a ghost investigation. And yes, the little room could be included in that. The little room in my The whole house. Yeah, that's fine. The whole house. Yeah. But that's it. We're not going black magic. You're not going to like summon demons in my house. I'll include that in the deal. Now, this isn't a deal that's happening right now. I would have to be the, the trigger person on this to say when I say I would do it, that would have to be included. Is that a deal? You would have to do stand-up. Five minutes of stand-up. Oh, God. Five minutes? No! Five minutes of material. I'm holding out my hand. I'm making an offer. Oh, my God. And you... All right. And be reminded, this isn't happening. 
There's the deal. Oh All right, so. Oh, my God. That did just. I'll put that into the pro column of the. Uh, allow me to say on something. Keelan, just so I can die a happy man if I get the Fun Employment Radio seance slash comedy showcase. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, there we go. There's a world of crazy. What kind of zingers will you wow the crowd with? I think I'm going to tell my Seattleandia joke again. (laughs) (laughs) That's your go-to. That's your gold material. You can do that every time. That'll get a laugh. Yeah, you can do that one. Um, You can do... I can like, do my my tip joke that I just made with the... um, And then reference your crotch a lot. And then point... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, go with some vagina jokes, maybe. <laughs> some vagina. I'm not gonna make vag- this isn't even happening. So, I mean, what's what's gonna be? You know, what's the flow of your routine? Do you, I don't do you know. end with 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 turdlandia or whatever? <laughs> Put a turd on it. Is that that's your closing thing? You drop the mic. You know what they did? Seattle landia. They'd, they'd have to say, "Put a turd on it." Bam! Drop the mic and walk away. Oh wow. Are you going to do like some gem jokes? Going to reference some cartoons? I don't know. You going to talk about like Nickelodeon? Do you remember when? Is it going to be a lot of... Do you, do you remember when? I'm totally Jerry Seinfelding it. <laughs> what about Popples? Does anyone remember Popples? What's a Popple I anyway? know I do. Who, what were they anyway? Were they teddy bears? <laughs> I don't even know. They had their own backpacks. It's like the reverse kangaroo. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> what about those snorks? Huh? They have breathing tubes on top of their heads, but they're not breathing. They're underwater. <laughs> it's like snorkels that don't work right. <laughs> yeah. There'd be some 90210 jokes? There could be. Hey, did you hear the other day that I had the Ian Zeering? He was Steve Sanders on 90210. Now he's uh, now he's stripping for for Chippendales. He wouldn't have had to do that if he didn't spend all of his mom's money. <laughs> what? What about Lifetime, Joe? You got Lifetime in there, too? It's going to be all television-based, apparently. <laughs> all television-based. <laughs> Top to bottom. That's, that's, I've always wanted to start... I've always wanted a Lifetime movie based on my life, but <laughs> I, I don't want to be raped or murdered. <laughs> it's, it's also... <laughs> It's also being suggested by Astro the Chat who said you could bring Sharky along and do a ventriloquist side act to it. You could have a minute of a ventriloquist. Yeah, you did work in rape. That's true. Wow. All right. Well, I don't know if we need to have Dan Cummins on now. We've already had the comedian for the day. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Let's take our break now. All right. <laughs> 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 All right, but wait, and and your routine one more time. Do your, do your gold mic drop. No, I, that was that was it. That's all uh, you get. That's it. No, I think I peaked. 
All right. Well, uh, so so what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna take a break here uh, for a little while and um, wait for. Why don't we play some drive time at the drive-in? We can listen to uh, the soundtrack. Yes, that's a fantastic yeah. idea. That's a fantastic <laughs> idea. So we're, we're going to replay uh, drive time at the drive-in for you guys that are listening live, which you can do by going to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. So six ninety nine a month. First week is free. Um, $80 for an entire year if you want to save some money and you get to come here in studio and join us. Um, lots, of, lots of ways that this supports us. It's so huge. So thank you to everyone for subscribing. I... I I can't. I can't stop. I'm going to go the rest of my burrito. Okay. Zeering joke. All right. <laughs> All right. We're gonna we're gonna take a break for a while. Um, we'll be here in the chat. We're gonna play drive from the driving, like we said. Uh, Dan Cummins will be joining us in a little while, so stay tuned or follow us on Twitter at Fun Up Radio. We'll put out something about that, and uh, we'll go go from there. Sarah's gonna work on her routine. No. <laughs> wow. All right. We'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, this is Greg. <laughs> hi, this. Hi, this is Greg Proops, Becky one from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Not the tall guy, the fat guy, or the black guy. And you're listening to Fun Employment Radio with Greg and Sarah. Yes, indeed. That's us. That is. That is. Those are our names. <laughs> <laughs> well, Greg Proops is not going to forget my name. Sure, I, it does he, make it a lot easier. He did forget mine. I'm pretty sure. I well, think no, maybe it was I was a long mel- pause. It was a long. It pause. It was a long pause. Yeah. That was like a forgetful pause, wasn't it? It, it was. It went uh, first as like his dramatic effect, <laughs> and then it went straight into I can't quite remember, <laughs> yeah. and then it was like, oh yes, okay, okay, and then he recovered. <laughs> it yeah, went a beat recovered. too long. Yeah, too long. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> well, uh, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio, everyone. <laughs> Joining us now, Mr. Dan Cummins. Hello, sir. Hello, hello. Thanks uh, for having me back. Happy Halloween. Yes, Happy Halloween you as well. Are you are you going to be dressing up for your set tonight? No, I won't. What a hacky question that is, but I have to ask it. <laughs> no, I, 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 you know, I sadly I didn't even. I've been just busy lately, and I did not get. Uh, this is like the least Halloweeny I think I've ever been. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Uh, I forgot until yesterday that it was actually today. For some reason, I think it was later. And yeah, I have no costume, nothing. I'm. Hey, your costume is yourself. Scrooge. You wear it well. You're going as Dan Cummins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think since last time we talked to you, I, you have since. Well, you've done a lot of other things, but you've also gotten engaged yes which that was the cutest thing ever so you set up a photographer correct to take yeah care, to take the picture of the yeah. proposal and everything yeah it was pretty it was pretty uh uh fun I was, I was proud of like like i'm definitely i get a little uh workaholic-y sometimes with different things and i'm not always the the most attentive i feel like mm. or the most like the i don't know uh but i was real proud of myself for the engagement because um yeah, we live in Santa Monica, and, and we our first date was at this uh, on the promenade in Santa Monica, mm-hmm. and uh, and like there was this bench there that I uh, where she like was waiting for me on our first date, and then we kind of started doing this thing. She started doing it where we would just it's near us, and there's a lot of restaurants and shops and stuff, so we go there, you know, here and there, and whenever we walk by that bench, she like likes to run over, and she's definitely romantic and likes to sit down and recreate that first moment, and Aww. then I walk up to her and like, hey, are you Lindsay? You know, this silly little thing. So was it a uh, blind date the first time? No, actually, she was uh, a costume designer. She was doing wardrobe for Nickelodeon. I was doing this Nick's Mom's Night Out. It was like some weird stand-up thing on Nickelodeon. Oh, okay. I think I've uh, heard of yeah. that actually. I think we had someone on that was maybe participating in that. Yeah, I think so. Probably a lot yeah. of fair amount of comics did it. So I was I was doing a set on that, and uh, 
and I just uh, <laughs> she she remembers me as being so scattered. It's like everybody else shows up with their their clothes, uh, you know, nice pressed and everything. I think I had like a Target bag full of shirts, <laughs> and I was all ha- wrinkled. Yeah, and- <laughs> wrinkled. I was half an hour late, you know, and and <laughs> and uh, but I remember and it, yeah. So I so I met her there. Um, and then I felt like it was so weird to like flirt right. I was flirty, but not. I didn't just straight up ask her yeah. out at this set, you know, yeah. taping because it's like That's she has awkward. to be there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, and um, but I emailed her the next day, real flirty. Ended up, anyways, she ended up. Uh, she was kind of still dating somebody. She broke up with them. Uh, we went out on a date like two nights later, and then yeah, it really was like uh, you know, it's cliche like the love at first sight, but it's like. Yeah, it's like I knew at the yeah. end of the first date. I'm like, yep, this is this is it. This is the one. <laughs> well, clearly she did too. If she had a boyfriend two days before. Right. You, yeah. You're yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was she's good. Like, nope. Not hey, anymore. This isn't working out now. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I feel a little weird uh, saying next. I I was married before, so mm. obviously mm. I thought, but uh, yeah, this I don't know. It just felt different. But yeah. I, so anyway, the the engagement thing was it was cool. Where it's like she has this photographer friend, and so uh, I just had him wait in the area, um, and I was just going to recreate our first date, mm-hmm. and but like after asking her out. And uh, and I felt like she was her uh, kind of kind of knew something was up, and so to kind of uh, make her not think that was up, I was kind of a dick to her that day. Oh God! And so like on the way down, like I intentionally like started a fight, and so oh. she was like really Dan? real irritated with me, and oh, uh, yeah, but it but it made for I knew it would make for more dramatic contrast. Mm-hmm. So All right, that is a dramatic contrast. So like yeah, or it could go terribly it wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, it was, it was a gamble. It's a risk. It was a gamble, yeah. but like but it was nice. It threw her off. And then we walked by the thing, and I was like real flippant, where she's like, "Oh, can we do our little thing?" And I'm like, "Whatever." I mean, you gotta hurry. <laughs> oh my god! And so she just like, "Oh," I mean, she told me later. She was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> but she was like, You're a dick. "Yeah." She still went and sat down there, and then I just walk, act like I was getting my just <gasps> checking my phone, and I just got out, and I just immediately dropped on one knee and asked, and yeah, and then she was it was waterworks. And, oh, and person, from both parties, or just, uh, just from I, you, I, I, just for me. Yeah, just, well, she she consoled me. No, she she I th- I teared up. Yeah. Yep. So oh, it was good. So then we got, awesome. and he and she was so happy that he was there to capture pictures. And then we just went around and did the uh, like went to every place we went on that first date because it was kind of a scattered date. And then uh, yeah, then I surprised her again, guys. This is huge. You're uh, still in the bar. I know. Yeah. I, I did. I got a bunch of rose petals and I put them in the shape of a heart on our bed with like a little like to the future Mrs. Cummins like wow you know thing and candles and had that night too. And and if there is one because I did learn my first. I've made a lot of mistakes, and I had a marriage before. In my first marriage, I never got down on one knee. I felt kind of pushed into it. I was mm. really young. But I will say, women never fucking let go of that. Like, my ex-wife yeah. always was like, she was somewhat irritated at me forever for not giving a romantic proposal. Really? For the one knee thing? I think it's such a, it's like, we, the wedding day and the proposal, I feel like most women, and I'm not going to try and like stereotype everything, but I feel like most women... They just, they want those days, those two days or those two moments to be so perfect so they can share that story with their friends for the rest of their lives and get that, aww. I can see what you're talking aww. about. I, I was married as well before and yeah, yeah you you are right. There were some yeah. things that so, she never let go of for yeah. the wedding day. Yeah, so if you don't, if you, I mean, you can screw up uh, a lot of days, but if you get those two pretty close to right, you get points forever. <laughs> like forever you get points. So it's awesome. So you're That's doing true. good so far. You're yeah. one out of two. I'm one, That's good. I'm you one got for one two. down. I'm one for two. <laughs> are, yeah. you, are you getting married anytime soon? No, we um, we did a, like a longer engagement where uh, I was like, let's just wait a year and then then maybe mm. start planning and do it like a year later because I wanted a year to not have to be in plan mode. Yeah, and uh, and 
she I've been <laughs> I've been better about that than her. She can't help herself. She notices things, but we're not like going crazy. Yeah, about yeah. It. it was not the like some couples where it's like you get engaged and the next day it's like okay, so I'm thinking um, we get married here and uh, and then we could yeah. like you know invite these people and I don't know we're we're pretty much in agreement too where uh, I'm not a huge big wedding person at all. Like I like let's just have a small ceremony, uh. make it stylish, mm-hmm. and like to us, I'm not religious, none of that. Like and again, first time around. I like went with some reverend, even though I thought she was a fucking douche because <laughs> it was a family recommendation. Because you felt like you needed, yeah. To do and that, I, like yeah. I did it for everybody else, yeah. And now I'm like, everybody can go fuck themselves, yeah. Outside of Lindsay and I, it's our day, and if you don't yeah. like it, then don't come, yeah. So, so I'm, we're, I'm glad we're on the same page. We're both very much like that. That's what cool. to do it. Yeah. Well, that's got it. I mean, that would be hard for playing because you're on the road a lot. Yeah. I assume. I mean, how many weekends are you gone? Well, it's changed this year, like uh, maybe two weekends a month this year. Because mm-hmm. I, okay. I, I work, um, well, I started doing some other things too. Like I work, uh, one just a random silly little thing, like the world's dumbest on True TV. I do like about once a week. I do taping for them. Oh, cool! So like, uh, do those shows. And but then the bigger thing is, uh, uh, I work for Gurney Productions on. A, I've worked on a variety of shows now over the last year, where it's like I do consultant production work. It's like we're basically huh. like, uh, I'm a essentially I'm a writer for reality shows for. "Quote unquote unscripted." I write wow. scripts. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. All right. So it's an interesting little niche. Yeah. So and do then, you have to sign like a non-disclosure to, so you can't say who what, what reality yeah, shows you write for? I mean, and you, well, it shows up whenever you see, cons- and, you know, and it's like I, that term. Some shows are more written than others. It's like structured, but it's like no. But you can look on. Eventually, it'll be on IMDb. But it's like the. Uh, I'm credited on those, so like I've, mm-hmm. I've you know worked on like Duck Dynasty and Porter Ridge, and then his new show Leanne and Eddie and mm-hmm. stuff coming out, and uh, and then I work on like Sizzles and stuff for shows that may or may not sell. Like, okay, uh, and, I, and then I just kind of started shifting into like pr- post production too, where it's like okay. it's called story producer, but you like you work on an uh, you just edit like, things like, like you an have in to post look at all the footage, yeah, exactly. You know, you write all these scenes and then you go shoot them, and then you have like okay, out of the seventeen hours of things, <laughs> yeah, what's going to be in the twenty-two minute cut? Yeah, to, that's going to get end. tedious. I, you know, it's funny. I, I like, um, I just like comedy in a variety of forms, and I, and I love the. Maybe it's kind of like I got into stand up because uh, you got to be somewhat creatively narcissistic. Yeah. Where it's like, this is the words that I say, and you will laugh when I want you to. It's like a control thing. Post production is very controlling because it's like you just create things that never even happened. Yeah. You take, oh, yeah. You take a re- how you place oh, it. Oh, yeah. You take a reaction moment from, uh, you know, the afternoon and you put it in a conversation from the morning and you take this. I mean, you can manipulate things wow. incredibly. Okay. That now does that sound sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make it your own story, so you can basically absolutely. craft it. You're like, all right, this is oh, a little dull. Let me put this here, 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 and do it. Yeah, and that happens. I mean, most of those shows you watch, it's like, you know, when they initially get the footage, there's a variety of angles you can take it. Yeah. And then you just find the one that's the most appealing. Mm-hmm. And, and then, yeah, that's why, like, and then people but- who end up being on those a lot of times are kind of pissed off a lot of times or, oh, or yeah. upset or surprised or whatever when the footage comes out, especially if they're not a cast. If it's like, I got some friends that did a bar rescue. Mm-hmm. And uh, not happy in the end because they're like, "What? I never even said that to that person." And oh, really? Just completely. And, like I wasn't mad about that, you know? It's like, yeah. So you must have to focus a lot of continuity then too, and everything. So I'm, oh I'm, yeah, I love watching reality shows and like a woman's nail polish, for example, is like red in one scene, and yeah. she's having the same conversation that comes back, and it's like black. <laughs> I'm like, that's yeah. not. You're doing something heavily wrong manipulated. There. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I like to try and watch to see if you can catch those things. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, no, we do. You do have like you get like you bring in other people to watch it, just yeah, for continuity and logic yeah. and everything. Yeah, because like we were working on one just uh, yesterday. And there was, yeah, there was this, like, argument in this bathroom. And then, like, 
uh, at the beginning of the argument, this one guy opens the door to start to leave, and then you cut to you know camera two to get to the other guy, and then when you cut back to camera one, the door's closed. <laughs> And and then, there, but it was never like you never heard it, and his uh-huh. body language, you know, is different, his posture, and then all of a sudden he opens it again, and we're like, now nah, we got it. <laughs> this isn't working. That doesn't work. Yeah. Well, probably with you staring at the footage for that long, I imagine you know that kind of thing could happen. Like, oh it just yeah, goes to the background, not even concentrating on that, and yeah, oh yeah, you, it's like you need a, a village to get those shows going. Yeah, because you do, you stare at this footage for hour after, and, and you're constantly getting notes from people and changing mm-hmm. cuts. And yeah, and then you do have those moments where you just got to go take a walk because you're like, I don't even know what I'm watching anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't know if anything, I have no idea if this is funny. I've lost all perspective on this uh, footage because oh, I've yeah. seen it. Uh, I've seen this person say these three words yeah. 75 times. <laughs> you know, it's like. And in what context are they going to say it? In yeah, final yeah. <laughs> well, and you're also, so you're clearly busy with that. And I also saw that you were just in a movie, uh, Trunked. Is that just yeah, coming out? I don't know when that's going to come so out. It said post production 2013, but I wasn't sure if it was out now. You know, I talked to the director a while ago, and uh, I have no idea how the that, trailer that, looked what, funny what, oh thanks yeah. yeah I think it'll be funny it's just like I don't know if that it's just one of those things where it was filmed like three years ago three and a half I noticed years because ago. of the hair yeah I remember, yeah, yeah, used to yeah. Have the long like, hair when yeah. is this ever gonna be done so uh I don't know. I don't know when that'll come out. <laughs> maybe never. Maybe this year. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm times. curious yeah. to see it. It's a weird thing where it's like it'll be like almost like watching a movie I'd never heard of before at this point because I'm like I it's been so long yeah. that I don't even remember everything we shot. Yeah, and it's, it's being just, held hostage from you, so you can't even watch it now. And that stuff's so weird. It's like yeah, it's like I I all I've seen is the trailer. Like mm, I don't yeah. even know. Uh, it's, uh, I don't like even, what the story is. Nope. Or anything. And and again too, that's even I learned in that movie. I, I know that a lot of stuff was shot, and I know that I don't know maybe seventy percent of it will be used. Mm-hmm. So again too, it's like I don't know how. I, I mean, I was one of the main characters. So I was like, I know I'll be my character is through it, and I do think it's funny. But at this point, I'm kind of nervous to see it too. Where it's like I left thinking it was really funny, uh-huh. but it's part of one of those things. Where I'm like, maybe it's best if I just never see it. <laughs> well, now you know, the so I can hold on to that feeling. Because yeah. maybe they can, what, what are they going to do? What kind of story are they going to make oh, out of it? All that footage that they have. <laughs> reality bastards. That's, editors. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, um, what about with your with your stand up? I mean, doing all these different things. Have you found time to you know? Incorporate new material and yeah, no, I got what you're doing. Last time I was here, I, re- I recorded a CD, and uh, and then yeah, I have a whole new set. So like in the last year and a half, awesome. like it's all new. Uh, and I'm trying to do some different things. I'm trying to re. I've been talking to Pandora, and uh, and I'm trying to record uh, exclusive material. I'm working like an hour and a half because I'm I'm trying to record ex- an exclusive half hour for them, like five or six tracks. Yeah, because you have your own station right now, don't you? Yeah, that's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, so <laughs> it'll only be it'll only exist on there, and then. Uh, and then I'm hoping that, um, kind of like, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I do pretty well on Pandora, but I'm hoping that, like, people who like me there, I can show that to, like, Comedy Central and get a new special. That, that's the hope. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. Is what I'm trying to do is, like, the next six months, I'm trying to get a new special. I want to record it, have that album, and then I then I might take a break in my brain. I might be, like, a, yeah, that's a lot going on. I might on. stop for a little while and stand up and just, and, I don't know, just see how the special yeah. airs and see what people think and reassess from there and that could be some wedding planning time as well yeah yeah you never know <laughs> when you're taking the break <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys been up to oh this. you're looking at we have yeah. the live station we have uh that's 10 cool. shows on our network now holy yeah. cow yeah. that's great yeah. yeah so i mean this is the new studio because last time you weren't here to yeah. this studio so yeah this is the new same, one same drapery room. Room. Yeah. same drapery yeah 
Huh? And let's of course, keep it a little dark. Yeah, very fancy like uh, soundproofing underneath that. It's, that's that's it's great that you guys have bumped up to, to 10 different, um, st- we say stations or like uh, shows. Uh, shows. shows. So we have all, the network yeah. and then we yeah. have 10 different shows. And then, and then do you, they're all on iTunes and everything also, mm-hmm. right? And released through your site, I'm assuming, yes. and all that stuff. Yeah. Thank that's you, Dan great. Cummins. It is yes. all of those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, where can folks find out everything there is to know about you? Uh, you know, uh, dancummins.tv is a good place to okay. link to everything. And then I'm on Instagram, Twitter, D underscore Cummins. Uh, Facebook. I tw- I'm, I'm mostly mostly Twitter and and Instagram is what I'm into right now. Okay. Yep. And then uh, yeah, and that's 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 enough. I they can find everything. I'm on I'm on Netflix now and everything. That so. is so neat. That's cool. Yeah. Do you so, ever just watch yourself and you're like search yourself and see what's on there? Like, oh, you know, actually, I'm gonna watch me right now. You know what's funny is I I you get the Twitter feed and then people will say nice things there and so I'm like oh okay I wonder how people are like because the special that's on there just came out on Netflix but it was filmed four years ago. Gotcha. And it was like there was like a and then it aired on Comedy Central and then they had a three year exclusive on it. And then it went to Netflix, but um, at least in my case, the people who have chosen to leave comments, uh, not fans. <laughs> so like, like the rating overall yeah. is okay, but I'm like, motherfucker! <laughs> like I cannot even look at it. Where it's like, yeah, I, I can't even look at it anymore. Oh just, yeah, don't look at anyone's no. going to take the time to write a fucking comment on a Netflix thing. Oh yeah, like seriously, yeah. It's just like I hate my life. Da, 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 like, that's like, your thing. Funny. Like yeah, you have to go there to write. Oh my god. Oh, and, and, I, come- and I love like these uh, pseudo uh, you know critics and stuff on there. Yeah. They- What's funny is like they'll compare you to other people, and it's like it's funny. One comment is like, "Oh, he's ripping off uh, uh, like Louis C.K. Whatever, whoever's popular." Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, "Oh, he's ripping off uh, Daniel Tosh. Oh, he's ripping off Demetri Martin." And I'm like, "You realize that just those three are fucking completely different. Like, yeah. one person in a set, it would be the most schizophrenic act ever if, like, they're a weird, hipster, quiet, uh, demure, one-liner guy. And then they're an angry, ranting, social commentary guy. Yeah. And then it's like, and then they're, uh, it's like, it's so, but yeah, people... It's like they're inserting names of comedians. Just oh, to yeah. Try, oh, I know what I'm talking yeah. about. It, it just amazes me how comfortable people are to just say, I mean, whatever. It's yeah. like... Uh, I don't know. That's just so not my nature. Like, there's plenty of bands, there's plenty of comics, there's plenty of movies, plenty of restaurants, all that stuff that I don't like. Right. And I just don't watch or go to them. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's how I show criticism. It. Yeah. I don't, don't go. Don't no. buy the product. Yeah, but what don't. I don't do is go on to, like, their own site and be like, fucking these guys should burn in hell <laughs> and then come back alive just to be tortured more and then fucking butt raped and be sent back down to understand why they were so shitty to put out this re- it's like that's what I always love that you? stuff too because I mean I wonder like what do they do in their lives it'd be like somebody oh, yeah. Showing up at their store and then just berating them. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Standing outside and be like, this guy sucks ass. I know, but he, he to show up off. at the store, you yeah. actually have to show your fucking face instead of hiding exactly. behind a computer yeah. and say, like, you know, Mrs. 24795. It's like, oh, <laughs> and, and, shut up. and you know what's funny is I, I hate being this petty, and 99.9% of the time I will not do this, but somebody tweeted me, I, I don't even know, maybe they didn't understand how it worked, but they reference seeing it, and we're, yeah, we're again pretty uh, critical. So, like an asshole, but I, I was like, all right. So I went to their Twitter thing. I found a link to their YouTube channel. They were a musician, like very struggling, not very good. And I just listened to about 30 seconds. I was like, really? And so then I just <laughs> I tweeted them directly to their site. Like, uh, um, and I was just, it was so petty, but I was like, I was like. Oh, it happens every once in a while. Yeah, and I just went off and yeah. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm like, nice, nice criticism. Uh, uh, who are you again? <laughs> I'm like, have fun always having a day job because you will never, ever sell your music fucking ever you loser <laughs> and then 
then they actually came back at me. They were like, oh, sorry, dude. I, no, I thought that you were good. I just said to him. You know, it's like, wow. you little bitch. You know, it's yeah. like, no, you just were on your high horse because you're on your computer and you forget that there's humans that read mm-hmm. these. Right. There's and then you're like, oh, there. shit. When it comes back out, you're like, yeah. oh, I, ouch. This is shocking. I don't yeah. like yeah. people talking to me like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what Dan is saying is basically, don't fuck with him, all right? Because <laughs> he will get you. He will break your soul. I, I, yeah, I know. I, so. <laughs> he I probably it. won't. I probably, I'll try to resist But it. if you're in that 0.1% on yeah, a bad yeah, day. Yeah, chance. You catch him at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you are going to be at Helium tonight, yes, yes. Friday, and Saturday. So, uh, so show many at 8 opportunities. PM yeah. I wonder if there's going to be a bunch of costumes. I don't know. Oh. I'm, I'm, I haven't done a Halloween show in a while. I'm curious myself. Yeah. Yeah. If people are in costumes, is that something that you like incorporate into your act? I probably will have to. Tonight. You would like, have to. Because like, it'd be kind of yeah, weird to it. not acknowledge it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Normally, I just kind of I tell my stories and stuff. But on a show like tonight, I feel like it's going to be very uh, kind of conversational. It's going to be interesting. Because, yeah. yeah, like you said, like if there's – it would be so weird to have, you know, Frankenstein or <laughs> or the slutty insert any other profession. A Miley Cyrus that. probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, oh, and not, you know, comment. Oh, yeah, there'll be some Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. There sure. will be. be some oh. wrecking balls. Yep, be some tongues hanging out. Oh yeah, that's gonna be distracting. Yeah, I'll be yeah. Just licking their, their faces. <laughs> well, and show tonight, and then Friday and Saturday, seven thirty and ten o'clock shows yep. each night, and get your tickets at heliumcomedy dot com, Helium Comedy Club on Ninth and Hawthorne, and it's awesome. Yes, fantastic club, and uh, yeah, go see Dan. Talent. Yes. Seriously, and keep listening to Greg and Sarah. No pause between them. <laughs> Damn. Thank you, Dan. He he remembers our names. That see? was nice. It worked. It worked. <laughs> well, we say it enough times. That, right. That's how. That's true. Um, all right. Well, Dan, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we'll be back in a few with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, this has been a day of show. It has. We've been here for a while. It's been a fun day. I like it. And I just want to say, too, uh, Dan Cummins is a fantastic guy. He is a he is, very – yeah, we just ended up talking to him for a few minutes off air. Yeah, super, really, super great really guy. really, really nice, really funny, and uh, definitely go check him out at mm-hmm. Helium Comedy Club. So uh, tonight, Friday, and Saturday, very cool. Very cool. All right, so you're going to go put on your terrifying makeup? I'm going to go put on my makeup, put on my makeup. I just realized makeup. I have to go get some candy because I'm probably going to have kids showing up at my house. And that's why I live in a locked front apartment. I forgot about that. Last year, I had a problem because I had a bunch of teenagers, like some dude that was like 6'2 with a mustache showing up asking for candy. Oh, yeah, and I had the kid that uh, told me he was going as a gang member. Oh, yeah, don't yeah. answer your door. Just pull the blinds yeah, but and see, say then, no candy. <laughs> but then what if I don't answer it and then they uh, they do something, you know, they pull a trick. You know what? At least they're not getting a peek inside of your house. I always thought that, you know, it's a little unsafe. Oh, man, I didn't think about that. And then there's all those shit apples I got in the, all the, shit got up. In the argument with a couple of Yeah, they can ago. see all your treasures. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Got to protect your treasures, Greg. I'm going to do protect my treasures. Mm-hmm. Gross. <laughs> uh, all right, send us an email: yeah. funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call: five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. Don't forget to go to PDX Asylum. Yes, right there at thirty seventh and Hawthorne. Like them on Facebook. Seriously, very, very, very cool people in a very amazing store. 37th and Hawthorne. You can pick up a Fun Employment Radio t-shirt and a Geek in the City t-shirt and many, many other amazing things. All of the t-shirts. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right there at 37th and Hawthorne. My brain's starting to go a little bit. I know. I'm I'm getting a little fuzzy headed. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. All right. Hidden treasures. My treasures. Gotta go. Will you stop saying treasures for the love of God? I gotta hide my treasures. No. Stop saying that. Keep them covered. All right. We'll get pictures of ourselves dressed up later on tonight. Pee-wee and Dr. Frankenfurter. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. All right. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much, everyone. You guys are all awesome. Thank you so much for the support. And don't forget, follow us on Twitter at Fun and Pradio.
You got a lot of us in there. One. I was going to add one more. Nope, that's enough. That was too much? That's totally. No more? No, no more. That was We'll good. be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Happy Halloween. Oh, yeah. With a Kenny tomorrow, too. Kenny. He's alive. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>